from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Hey, guys. Cincinnati proved it. The group of five doesn't belong in the college football playoff. All right, Alabama beat them pretty good, even though Michigan, they, they, they had lost Six seconds into that game against Georgia. <laughs> uh, but nope, nope, no group of five. No group of five. Never mind the fact that if you're not Ohio State, the Big Ten goes to the playoff and gets blasted every single time. I mean, blown off the face of the earth. But uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, there's, there's just too much physical superiority between yeah. Alabama, the same Alabama team that is the biggest example of a modern-day dynasty that we have in all of sports. Ah, Alabama just too physical for a group of five team. Alabama's also way too physical for Georgia. <laughs> I mean, come on, you people. Uh, the, the, the college football playoff, did Cincinnati prove that the group of five just doesn't belong? Has their crusade for the group of five lasted just one solitary game? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Hey, the ballpark of the Palm Beach is four-game flex-pack single-game tickets are both on sale now for the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. What a beautiful spring training home right in the heart of West Palm Beach. The American League champion Houston Astros call it home. The Washington Nationals call it home. Uh, BallparkPalmBeaches.com. That's the website. 160 acres of fan-friendly fun, 7,700 seats, a 360-degree concourse, a banana boat lawn, Party decks and more. The ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Have you been out there yet? Of course I have. I, I went out there for the Astros watch party when right before we got obliterated oh, yeah, by the, yeah, 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 by yeah, the Braves. Yeah. Uh, it, the uh, March 12th game, Astros-Braves World Series rematch. March 18th, Yankees come to town. March 21st, Red Sox are in town. The Mets come in six different times. It's the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Go to ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. I'll see you at spring training and beyond. Um, so... The, the, That's right by is, the crib, too. My, the house I bought, right by it. It's right by there? Yeah, I could walk to the ballpark. Excellent. Those are my folks. Those are your folks. <laughs> Those are your people. They're my people. Those are your people. I, I, I find it so disheartening how it's so easy for football fans, college football fans, if they happen to be a fan of a Power 5 school, how easy it is to just dismiss group of five. And I, I know I'm biased because I'm the play-by-play voice of a group of five school that has fairly recently seen success in FAU. Um, But to take one game, the first time that a group of five team is allowed in, the first time, and they go up against the modern-day dynasty, the juggernaut, the team that had three weeks prior absolutely slapped across the face, Mm. the team that was number one almost all season long, and you're going to use that example... Alabama beating Cincinnati is a reason why the G5 doesn't belong. That's just hater stuff. That's not actual sensical thought. That's just you didn't want to see him there. Yeah. And that's elitist. It's elitist thought. It's undeserved elitist thought from college football fans that more than, more than likely didn't even go to the damn school that they're a fan of, that they're defending. Well, Canes fans. <laughs> that's me. Uh, no, but I think it's a weird form of confirmation bias where – it's there's trying to use this one result in a vacuum as the reason why group of five shouldn't be in it. But like we've said and stated across just this season alone, 
they did better than the other teams that Bama played that are yeah. Power 5 teams. Yeah. So what are we talking about? If you want to go by simple head-to-head, Cincinnati, better than Georgia. You know? Cincinnati. Technically. Better than Miami. Yeah. By the transitive property. Yeah, absolutely. And they beat Notre Dame this season. like On the road. Yeah, and I don't care what you think about Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, I tend to think, is generally overrated all the time. You don't believe in Brian Kelly? <laughs> Brian Family. Kelly? <laughs> Family. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Family. So, uh, but but the, the fact of the matter is, Notre Dame was ranked where they were ranked. Yeah. Notre Dame finished where they finished. That was five. And Cincinnati went on the road to South Bend. Not exactly a comfortable road situation. And beat them. If Alabama did that, oh my God, what a win. But Cincinnati did it. Nah, Notre Dame's off. And let's not forget, since he was in, because they beat Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like mm-hmm. they won their way yeah. in. They Notre Dame was it. one spot behind them. Yeah, they scheduled their schedule is what bore you know bared that out, and they beat the team that they beat out for the spot. So there's no question that since he belonged. I'm trying not to pile on Kane's fans, but God, did they drive me insane on Saturday? And that's why I keep going back to it. The Orange Bull Boys is a podcast, okay? And they tweeted the following, and I could not believe it when I saw it and rereading it. It makes me even even more just puzzled at what could be going on through their collective minds as the hosts of this Orange Bowl Boys podcast. They tweeted on Saturday night, and the group of five team failed to cover. Managed two field goals. Please, never again. This was a waste of time. Power five teams only moving forward. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Speaking of teams who couldn't cover against Alabama, it's all about the U. Hey, hey. They went up to Atlanta and got their asses kicked all over that field. That was over after six seconds as well. So you're going to judge a group of five team with a more stringent ruler than you judge your own? You're the mighty power five. I know. I get it, though. I get it, though. That on the field, Miami's been so irrelevant for two decades now that the only way that on the field they can keep people talking about them is if they hitch their wagon to Alabama. I get it. <laughs> They've not hitched the I wagon. They have hitched their Power 5 wagon to Alabama. We're Power 5. We're one in the same. Uh-huh. And that's and the down. thing. There are so many trash bag Power 5 teams that simply think they're better because they're Power 5. Uh-uh. Make no mistake, too, if UCF got into the playoff like they should have in 2017, that undefeated season, they should have gotten there. They should have been a part of it. Shouldn't have had to settle for going to beat up on Auburn in Atlanta. Mm. UCF would have won a college football playoff game, at least. So you can laugh all you want and say UCF's annoying. Who would they matched up with? Uh, I mean, it depends if they got the three or not. Because I mean, who was one that probably year? Probably Alabama. Let's see. Let's look at the playoff. Uh, 2017 college football playoff. Wouldn't that have been Ohio State? I think that was the Ohio State was in Clemson. Well, every year is the Ohio State yeah. Clemson Bama year. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that was Clemson beating Alabama. So they probably would have gone against Clemson because Clemson was the the number one seed in but, that. Was that Trevor think, Lawrence Clemson? Yeah. Uh, no, that was uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was. I don't know. I think UCF with that offense, they they had the best shot of any Group of Five team that has at least been in the discussion to win a game in the playoffs. So people can can make fun of UCF all they want for claiming a national championship, but 
they they got it they got it done. And actually, I'm wrong. That's that was that was not that year because Freshman that year, that game was played in 2017. Hold on, that would end up being the 2018 playoff. Um, but still, I don't care who they're going against. You, UCF had the best shot. Okay. And you can, after one game, just make the judgment that, all right, that was, oh, that was the, the two a year. Alabama beat Georgia. That was the two a touchdown to Waddle. So they would have played Alabama. With Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. Yeah. You remember, yeah. Alabama went against Washington. Washington was number oh, four. I forget. And Washington got, and, 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 and Washington hung in there, right? No, no, no. I thought that was a Washington. Oh, man. What a am I? A Washington. You see, you see what I did? Oh, that was really good. That was really excellent. That was really excellent. I'm looking it up here. Oh no, Alabama beat Clemson. Georgia beat Oklahoma. Okay. The time Washington got in, I think they got clapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it would have been Clemson. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been Clemson and uh, and UCF because Clemson was the one seed. Okay, so that's beat. They're beatable. Yeah, they were. They're. they're, they're, They're I'm glad it took us eight years to finally get to that point. Great radio. Yeah, we found it. We found (laughs) it. But uh, again, the point is, UCF had the best chance of any group of five. Yeah. Cincinnati was limited. We knew they were limited. And they still, like, I thought that they had their moments. Were they going to win? No. Were they physically outmatched? Yes. But for someone like Jordan Rodgers to say that, oh, there's just too big a physical discrepancy, that's Alabama and everybody. Yeah. Ask Clemson how that went a month ago. That's Alabama and everybody, not just Cincinnati. There is no way that you can make a logical case, and people are going to try, and I think college football is going to try, and the committee is going to try to make a case that Cincinnati is the reason the group of fives don't belong. But that's wrong because you're not actually using your brain. You're just praying. You're hoping. You're wishing. They don't want it. You know what's funny, too, to me is even before the college football playoff, I watched Alabama undress the number two team in the nation twice with LSU one time and mm-hmm. Notre Dame mm-hmm. in the national championship yep. game. Yep. So they do this on a regular basis. This year we watched them undress Georgia in the SEC championship game, which yep. is technically the second best team in the nation this year. So, so yeah, this is not the ruler by which group of five teams need to be measured. If anything, I thought it was a positive mark on the group of five record, but, you know. Yeah. I don't want to be, like, you know, moral victory guy. but I, I did, mean, too. I did, too. I thought it was a positive, but yeah. there are more of them. They're going to use it as anti-G5 than there is of us who look at it as a possible positive. Yeah. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. More to come, including the Washington football team. They have a new name, February 2nd. We're going to tell you what we hope it is when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.